Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Philadelphia's Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, WPHT, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. It's Dom time. Now, Dom Giordano. Uh, good Wednesday, Dom Giordano show. So uh, yesterday, refreshing to get Laura Trump on, talking about her plans if she is put in as co-chair of the RNC. A lot of them were grassroots. She even used the term legal ballot harvesting, early voting, mail-in balloting. And she particularly said, let's uh, get a shingle there at the RNC and get this guy under the roof. If he can be controlled in any way, shape, or form, he's a wild man. Just kidding. Our own Scott Presler here on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Scott, welcome back. Big stuff for you and the country. Thank you. I know I, I was so shocked and, and humbled to hear, you know, what you guys were talking about on the show yesterday. It's uh, an honor. Well, uh, Scott, uh, it's good news, too, that Laura Trump was explicit in her role at the RNC, uh, getting it all these modalities uh, uh, that uh, she would put into play. Would you uh, accept something like that? Would you like a role working through them, uh, getting the resources that they might be able to provide? Absolutely. Look, I'm, I'm here to win. I'm here to save the country. I'm here to win Pennsylvania. So absolutely, whatever I could do to help make sure that Pennsylvania votes to elect President Trump this November, I am all in. Scott, I hope people will go to, and we'll give it several times today with you, to your Twitter principally, because you are what I am, an incrementalist. You realize you, you just give us each day the difference, say, here in Pennsylvania, what the voter edge registration was, say, a year ago, six months ago, or Bucks County, or things like that. And this is an incremental battle. If you want to win it, you can't wave a magic wand, but we know what to do. We don't even have to win in mail-in balloting, et cetera. We just have to do a good bit better, and that'll be enough. Well, I I really want people to be encouraged by the numbers. I just shared today voter registration statistics for Pennsylvania because I get it every seven days, right? And so did you guys know that in Pennsylvania, the Democrats only have an advantage right now of 413,000 more Ds than ours. 
And somebody might hear that and go, oh my gosh, 413,000. But wait a second. At the beginning of 2022, that number was 595,000. And during the Obama years, that number was 900,000. And we won the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania in 2016. So basically what I'm here to tell you is that our voter registration trends are going in the right direction. In fact, like a speeding bullet. And to give you an idea of how we make it happen, the two weeks ago, we were at the Harrisburg Great American Outdoor Show where we registered 319 voters, including 17 and 18-year-old Gen Z first-time voters. But during the same time, we were in Monroeville in Pittsburgh registering 28 voters while we were also at the Philly Expo Center in Phoenixville, just north of Philly, registering another 19 voters. So in that collective week, we registered close to 400 voters in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania simply by going to gun shows. So, guys, it can be done. Yeah. And again, you bring to the RNC all these groups that are out there and you're saying, why have we never done it before? They don't think like you. They don't have that quite grassroots to it. So, Scott, if you got resources, what would that allow you to do? Would it give you more people than more events, more volunteers you can get out there? I would immediately hire people. I would immediately hire boots on the ground. I would have staffers and replicate the work that I'm doing. I would create a thousand Scott Presslers, and I say that as humbly as possible to make sure that we have people on the ground doing the voter registration, uh, organizing volunteers. For example, here are a couple big things that are happening that I want to help really spur. April 23rd is the primary in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. That's two months away. The majority of Republicans are going to be voting on Election Day. So we need to have a Republican volunteer sign-up table at as many polling locations on Tuesday, April 23rd, all over the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. That alone, by having a volunteer or two having a table at a polling location, we could recruit thousands of volunteers. And furthermore, the Amish community, when we were at the Harrisburg Gun Show, one of the days alone – Every one out of five people that we registered to vote were Amish or Mennonite. <laughs> that is huge. Yes. And, and Amos Miller. Amos Miller is a member of the Amish community who has a dairy farm that his farm was raided by the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And I hear that there's a protest going on on the 29th at the Lancaster County Courthouse that I hear that even the Department of Agriculture is trying to shut down. So if I may be so bold, if I may have the opportunity to come back on your program next oh, week what, to talk what, about furthermore the protests. Yes. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt, Scott, you have carte blanche here. And you're right. Um, those volunteers, too, inspired by this. And if you can actually pay people and hire them and uh, train them in the Presler techniques, we can't uh, bottle you, your humor and your backstory and all that. But uh, some of these people will pick up on that. A thousand of them across the swing states or whatever we could get, that would be victory potentially right there. We can. I want people to know this. We can do this. Pennsylvania is so winnable. And furthermore, here's something that I want to be very overt on. 
we need to get Jill Stein on the Green Party ballot in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. In part, Jill Stein helped us win in 2016 in Michigan, Wisconsin, Mm -hmm. and Pennsylvania. And I'm telling you right now that we need to have petition signatures uh, at those locations at every polling site on the 23rd. And you guys literally, by getting 5,000 signatures across Pennsylvania, it's only 5,000, could help make sure that we're electing Donald Trump this November. And so if you're listening right now and you're like, oh, my gosh, I have time on the 23rd. I can go to a polling location. I can set up a booth. I want you to please go to earlyvoteaction.com or go to my Twitter. My Twitter is at Scott Pressler, S-C-O-T-T-P-R-E-S-1-S-L-E-R, and slide into my DMs in the most wholesome of manner, and I would be happy to make sure that you are setting up a volunteer polling site location on April 23rd for the primary. That is uh, tremendous uh, right there. Two big things, and you're right. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing illegal with getting Jill Stein on the ballot. It doesn't take a whole lot. And you and I are uh, incrementalist again. Each one of these third parties, like Jill Stein, that is taking away half a point. If it's a quarter of a point, that's how close it could be in Pennsylvania. It all adds up. Well, and look, to any Democrats listening, democracy requires choices, right? And if you are Democratic, shouldn't you want more people on the ballot, including Dr. Cornell West as well, including RFK Jr.? I think that the more people, the merrier that we can get on the ballot and that Democrats should be celebrating more people getting involved in the primary process. Scott, do you know uh, anything? What's your and you have a, you know, an authoritative view on this, even if you don't have inside knowledge. It seems to me like Kennedy is spending a lot of money to get on the ballot, should be on the ballot in Pennsylvania, I would think. Yeah, well, uh, it's interesting because I think they were really trying to put Kennedy as the centrist or maybe even center-right person, but I I want to just dispel any of those myths right now. Kennedy is anti-gun. Kennedy is pro the diversity, equity, inclusion nonsense, and he's also pro the the green climate scam. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so he is not center-right. He is not moderate. He would be a rubber stamp for Joe Biden and the Democrats. Period. So I, I just want to dispel any myth of anyone trying to say that he's conservative because of his vaccine rhetoric that he likes to produce. But the fact of the matter is, yes, he is spending a lot of money. And, and now that the Democrats are noticing that RFK takes away from Joe Biden, now they are trying to do the same rigory that they did in 2016 with Hillary Clinton and, and Bernie Sanders that they're trying to stop RFK Jr. from getting on the ballot. So so watch very carefully how RFK was kind of produced and he was in all of this money was going behind him to astroturf him. But all of a sudden, as the polls are reflecting that RFK takes away from Joe Biden, they will rig it and the Democrats will try to stop RFK from getting on the ballot. Without a doubt. So, Scott, give again where people can find you. And I'll, I'll tell Dan, too, definitely want to get you back next week. But. Uh, this primary is an opportunity, even though maybe the major candidates in the Republican primary will not even be duking it out. People vote. I know I vote in primaries. You do. And this is a good opportunity to get people involved as volunteers, etc. Where do they go for information? Yes, please go to earlyvoteaction.com. Again, I'll say that slowly. Early vote, like you're voting, action.com. And my Twitter is at Scott Pressler or my ex. And just remember, I visited Punxsutawney Phil just a few weeks ago, and he said it's going to be former years of Donald Trump. 
So that means that you guys need to come come out and vote in the April 23rd primary. Congratulations to him. Whatever filming you were doing yesterday, can you tell us about that? Oh, my gosh, yes. I was on with Donald Trump Jr. yesterday. So I get the text message from her producer, from Dan, and he's like, Laura Trump was just on the show. Can we get you on? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm with Donald Trump Jr. right now. But he was very interested in the Amish and that there are 80,000 of them. He was very interested in the hunters. And, in fact, he's worked with Ted Nugent on getting hunters registered to vote because, as I mentioned, 40 percent of Wisconsin hunters are not registered. But, no, I will say that Donald Trump Jr., the son of President Trump, is a firm advocate of everything that we talk about on your show, from Second Amendment rights to, you know, no-nonsense wars to stopping the inflation to having mm-hmm. jabs, you know, to protecting our dairy farmers. So all of these values we share in common. Absolutely. Scott, thank you so much to be continued. Thank you. Thanks, Saul. Scott Presler here on Talk Radio 1210. All right. So, you know, we had a smattering of people in the beginning who still don't, on board the mail-in ballot, uh, the Trumps, not President Trump, but everybody else is on board. Ah, that's where we are. 855-839-1210. Everybody said, too, it's a good opportunity. He would hire, and again, if they go through his training and what he's up to and what he's doing, and there's a 1,000 volunteers across uh, the swing states, principally Pennsylvania, That is going to make a huge difference. This is how you win elections. This is what Democrats have been good at, not the policy, not the candidate, but the ground game, the infrastructure. Got to level the playing field with this. That's all we're saying with mail-in balloting, et cetera. But there's still, you know, President Trump wouldn't say that last night. We still have some resistance there. I just see it as a hurdle to winning. But right now, it is exactly on time for It's Dobbs Money Melody. Has all the money gone? Yes, that is right. We have another $25 gift card to Dunkin' Donuts ready to give away. Uh, Jim, what is the backstory? And then we'll play the clue. Well, you want me to give the backstory? I yeah. believe you have the backstory yeah, okay, there, Dom. Yeah. Celebrating a birthday today. This day in 1933, the singer-songwriter and civil rights icon was born, later going on to record more than 40 albums between 1958 and 1974, and feeling good. Who is today's cover artist? Yeah, yeah, it just goes. All right, that's it. That's the clue. That's the clue. All right. Let's hear it one more time. All right. One of my favorite songs. I'm not sure we only have a little bit of cover there, but uh, name whoever it is that is covering that classic song, and you get a $25 gift card to Dunkin' Donuts. Here's how you do it. 855-839-1210, AT&T and Verizon Wireless, you push pound 1210. Coming up, President Trump last night also gave his short list. Now, he left some people off for VP, but Laura Ingram asked him about a number of people, so maybe that's why he left them off. 
But I'll give you who the people were, and we'll see what you think after Dom's Money Melody. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. It's Dom. Money Melody. Where has all the money gone? Show me the money. All right, uh, $25 Dunkin' Donuts gift card. Who is covering this song? Let's hear it. Here comes the sun, little darling. All right, uh, let's go to Bruce. Bruce, you're in on Talk Radio 1210. Afternoon, Bruce. Who's covering that song? That was an easy one, Dom. That's Nina Simone. Yes, uh, Nina Simone, you are right on the money. Let me put you on hold, Bruce. Uh, This day in history, American singer, songwriter, pianist, composer, arranger, civil rights activist, Nina Simone. 1959, U.S. number 18 single, I Love You, Porgy. Uh, Ain't got no... uh, Ain't got... Number one, I Got Life, and went on to record more than 40 albums... Uh, Nina Simone is today's cover artist. All right. Well, do it again tomorrow. Maybe we will have again um, Dunkin' Donuts, something like that from Walter Kosk. All right. President Trump last night, somewhat with the prodding of Laura Ingram, came up with his short list, left some people off. It was a little bit, you know, hard to tell exactly what he's saying here for a vice president. Okay. Not mentioned was Elise Stefanik, who I think would be excellent. You know, the vice president during the campaign is the one who actually prosecutes, pushes back. And uh, she showed herself with the college president. She'd be excellent. Now, it's New York. She doesn't bring you anything there. But overall, comes across as very capable. He, He did not mention her, nor did he mention Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Now, some of it was the prompting of uh, Laura Ingram. And the people mentioned were Vivek, uh, Florida Congressman Byron Donalds, Christy Noem, who in the betting markets has been number one the last couple weeks, and Ron DeSantis. Okay. Um, The other mentioned, yeah, DeSantis. Now, Florida is tricky. Both of them would be residents of Florida. Not exactly sure how that would work out. But I'm glad to hear that DeSantis was mentioned. Now, I know a lot of people early on wanted DeSantis. You know, the argument was, wait his turn. He's young. DeSantis did the right thing when he saw no path to victory. He got out so that, and it had to be difficult, all the money spent, all the uh, fanfare, because I think his record as governor is stellar, that DeSantis would be the guy. Now, on the campaign trail, not so good. But indicative of the fact that Trump um, wants to win, and if DeSantis is the way to win, now would DeSantis be the way to win? I really like 
Ron DeSantis, as you know, but I don't know what he brings to this. They're going to win Florida. Trump campaign would win Florida. He's very capable. I think uh, debating Kamala Harris, he'd be excellent if there is a debate. By the way, Trump again last night doubling down and challenging Biden to a debate. I would say it's almost zero that we're going to see a debate. The Biden people are being told, hey, got to get your guy out there. Some interviews, it might be kind of tough. That's a ticket. They're not going to do that. I wouldn't advise that. Yeah, but Dom, if he doesn't go out there, people like you are going to say he's still in the basement. Yeah, it's better that we say that and he does that. He can't take an interview. You can just imagine what could happen there. He really can't do public events. He can't get up the steps of the airplane on top of everything. So they still have to shield him. The smarter people there know, look, we're in a rock and a hard place here. You know, we got to get him out there. So they're banking a lot on the State of the Union. So what do you think of those choices? Vivek, uh, Byron Donalds, Tim Scott was sort of mentioned, but I wouldn't say prominently there. DeSantis, Christy Noem. I think Christy Noem is uh, there, but I told you what Trump is assessing about her. He's assessing what they did in South Dakota around abortion. It was similar to Florida. And I I know Trump wants to steer clear of that, and he's right. Do not give Democrats that issue. So who do we still like as the VP choice? Tulsi Gabbard was the... um, person that was mentioned, though, that was thrown in, it was brought up, former Democrat, independent, and all that. She would be an interesting choice. A bit of a a gamble. Not exactly sure the vetting there, what kinds of things would come up. But absolutely outside the box, military background extraordinarily, against unending wars, as much on that theme as Trump. Somebody who held her own, if not more, in debates with Kamala Harris, if you remember, around various things, even marijuana, bringing that up. An attractive woman. Uh, So there's a lot uh, that's being offered there. I think it's pretty fluid, and this could come up at any time after, you know, we actually have the nomination, but I would think before the convention. So 855-839-1210. Not exactly sure that he left Stefanik off and Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Maybe thought the list was too long, didn't want to, you know, get others upset. I still think those two are definitely in the running, particularly Huckabee Sanders. Although she's only been governor for a while, uh, there's a lot that she brings to it. She's very good, very good in debate, very media savvy. and very much in tune with Trump on the issues. If I had to guess, at this point in time, I'd see someone like Christy Noem as being potentially the person, all right, for a lot of reasons. And I'll give you what the downside is. Uh, You notice uh, no one mentioning at this point Carrie Lake. I mean, Trump, doesn't need another Trumpian-like figure exactly to be the VP choice. I'd be surprised. She's running for office anyhow. I don't think it'll be Carrie Lake. All right, phone lines are 855-839-1210. Side question today. Hit us with somebody 
or something that uh, summarizes capitalism. Because today's the day where the Communist Manifesto dropped in 1848. So that's 152, uh, 176 years of this nonsense that people still have gone down the lineup, really. Let's go to Robert and Ben Salem, and Robert's on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Robert. Hey, Dom. How you doing today? Good, good. Um, I, I, I'm going to amend my answer a little bit because I was going to make a point before I gave my answer, but I'm going to go a little outside the box and make my point the answer. A lot of people talk about American exceptionalism, and I know the left hates it because it glorifies America, but you don't have to be American to be a benefit beneficiary of American exceptionalism. All you need are freedom and capitalism. Capitalism is half the reason why we were able to produce 50,000 planes a year during World War II and produce half of all the war goods produced in the world at that time. Mm -hmm. Our, Our capitalism has made America the greatest country the world has ever seen capitalism and freedom. So to me, capitalism is half the reason why we have American exceptionalism. Well put, well put. So uh, what's your association with capitalism then? Boil it down. What are you, freedom? Uh, yeah, well, it's freedom to participate in a free market. And that is the, that is the quintessential difference between us and every other country around the world. And people don't see it. But that is the reason why we have done things that no country has ever even thought of. That's why we won the Cold War, because freedom and capitalism. So my answer is half of American exceptionalism is capitalism. Well put, as always. Thank you, uh, Robert. Uh, Great stuff. Uh, You can't argue with that, okay? I have to keep uh, charting these here. So we're we're almost there to lightning round with it. 855-839-1210. What is it you associate with capitalism? When you uh, hear that, what do you immediately think of? All right, that's what we're uh, looking for. We'll take a few more on that. Um, you heard Scott Presler. going to try to get on Linda Kern tomorrow, who is uh, extraordinary at uh, election law and things related to it. She's here in Philadelphia about mail-in balloting or concerns people have with chain of custody and all that stuff. All right, but I would tell you it's a commandment. If we don't engage successfully, big time, here in Pennsylvania, in mail-in balloting, we're going to lose this election. It's just that simple. There's no way around that. You heard some of the things that Presler has been involved in. The, the thing with mail-in balloting is banking the votes so then you can try to drive out the more reluctant voters. Your attention turns to that. It's all an incremental game, and this is what Democrats have been doing. Then you can spend your money in other places rather than all these campaigns to get voters that you don't know if they're going to show up on Election Day or not. You have to go through Election Day trying to inspire them to do that, whereas if they're banked, you go down the road to the lesser likely. You know, that somebody who is, I know it's hard to believe, who would not want to come out and vote with the stakes we have in the presidential election? You know, what kind of reluctant voters are these people? They're out there. 
And sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Go figure, something happens, the slightest thing. They just allow the day to go and they don't vote. Democrats are taking care of that. I mean, they have the most reluctant voters in the world when it comes to Joe Biden. Look at all the demographic groups that are so reluctant to uh, support this guy. Look at what he's doing now to appease in Michigan. He might lose a primary there or it might be pretty close because of... uh, all the antagonism of Muslim voters. So Biden's now gone out of his way to undercut Israel. That's exactly what's happening. And as a result, uh, we'll see what kind of blowback. But he has to do that with so-called younger voters, many of whom are anti-Israel at best or anti-Semitic or stupid. No, Israel should not be letting up an inch here. We've had too many uh, ceasefires and back and forth. Their mission is to destroy Hamas. People want to tell us, uh, oh, you know, that happened. It's over with uh, civilian casualties and all. Well, they're not causing it. It's being caused by an enemy that's beyond belief and has to be dissuaded from continuing what they've been doing. And there's only one way to do that, to annihilate them as best you can. And that's difficult. All right, phone lines are 855-839-1210. That's how I'll get to you. Got the side question today. I don't know if we've gotten the best one yet. We've gotten some good ones. Uh, Mine was stock market. And if I had to put uh, something in that really reflects capitalism to me, the backbone of talk radio, small businesses. That's capitalism. Big time. That's what it's about. Robert had it on a huge level, too. Now, if you have something negative, you can say that, too. I'm fine with it. All right. uh, Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers, you get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Now, you can pick a pre-made bet from the app. You can do that, or you can bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive prop bets. It's mind-boggling how many different things are there. So you don't have to be a world's expert on basketball to do this. And I really like the FanDuel app, too, on top of that, because it's just so easy to use. So visit FanDuel.com slash Dom and shoot your shot. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 1210 WPHT. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Yet to be 21-plus president in Pennsylvania. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Social media said to me, what about Glenn Youngkin? Yeah, I like uh, Youngkin a lot as a potential VP candidate. 
He is very much someone you can imagine as president, someone who's achieved a good bit of stuff. But um, in Virginia, uh, I don't know about it as a swing state presidentially. Let's go to John in Delaware. John's on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, John, welcome in. Thank you, Dom. Uh, My first choice for a VP is Tulsi Gabbard. I think she's smart. She's got military background. She's got the congressional background. She's just smart and and good to look at. The other thing, question I had was, how many people does it take to make up a military division? I heard it was somewhere around 35,000, 40,000. That's how many Chinese are in the country already. So be careful of them. And my third point is Letitia James is looking to take over Trump Tower and turn it into a a homeless village. Well, I could see her doing something like that. You're right. Take it over and then uh, mock it even more by going down that path. All right. Thank you, John. One for uh, Tulsi Gabbard. There's a lot there. As I said in the debate with Kamala Harris, she was very good. The military background and her point of emphasis is a good one in the debate around Ukraine. All right. Uh, um, Harris would have a lot of trouble with her. So I'm not sure why slip of mind or whatever Trump didn't say Huckabee Sanders and Stefanik. I still think they're right there. Uh, Stefanik, intriguing as far as being able to be on the stump as a VP candidate to be helpful. But I don't see any other point that uh, jumps in there with her that makes her pop with Trump. Watch Christine on the on the list. Betting markets where people bet on this. She's been the winner the last month or so as far as I. And I don't see Vivek. I think there could be another role there for him. Uh, does Trump go with him as VP? Just doesn't seem like that's going to happen. Nothing off-putting, not saying anything negative. I'm just not feeling that. Best thing uh, Trump said last night, though, was the best revenge is success. That's going to be my revenge, kind of moving away from saying anything about uh, we're going to be on a revenge campaign and also challenging Biden to a debate to continue to do that more. Uh, Here is Trump uh, talking about that, Jim. This is cut seven. And even said we could do it right now on CNN. Pick the CNN person. I'm willing to do it. Here is uh, President Trump with Laura Ingram last night. Let's uh, let's have a debate. We'll even do it on CNN. I'll do it right now on your show. I'll challenge him right now. And I, we can do you. You can do anybody you want. I, I'll take anybody from uh, CNN, which is doing very poorly in the ratings, by the way, as you probably know. I, I, I'll take anybody... Because I think you have an obligation in this case. You really have an obligation to debate. When it came to the Republicans, and I was up by 40, 50, 60 points, like being up on her. Uh, I think a poll just came out. I'm at 91 and she's at seven. And would you debate? You want to be smart. You don't have to waste your time doing so. But that would debates. be instructive to see no, no. you versus Biden on any given topic. Regardless of poll numbers. I'm way up on him now in the polls. And... Frankly, I think we have an obligation. When you have the final Republican, the final Democrat, you have the two people you have to debate regardless of how many debates would you commit to as many as necessary. I would like to do it starting now. I don't think he's going to debate, though. I really don't think so. No, he's not. I mean, his handlers, you have all these people from the outside are idiotic. 
They're saying, can't you see? You got to put your guy out there. He's got to be out there as these events. He's got to do these big interviews with people that might be um, a bit unfriendly toward uh, Biden overall, or at least not in the tank. He can't do it. Why do you keep on telling advisors to advise that? They're rolling the dice every day with just getting up the uh, steps. Now the advice is he's got to wear those fancy sneakers. He can't wear the dress shoes anymore. You know, they, they want to get to the finish line here. I mean, I, I would advise him, don't do it. Can you imagine Biden in a debate? Now, President Trump didn't mention, no. Now, if you did debates now... Depending upon everything, uh, I still think RFK Jr. belongs in the debate. Now, that would be a spectacle to see those three. And I don't think Biden would do it. Doesn't want to give any more encouragement on the Democrat side to RFK Jr. I don't know how Trump feels about debating him either. So that's my major reasons why I don't think the debate's going to happen. One, Biden can't. And two, RFK Jr. would be involved. I don't know about other minor candidates. I don't think they'd qualify by whatever you used. All right, let's go to Joe in Bordentown. Joe on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Joe, welcome in. What do you have today? Ahoy, Dom. Hi. That's what Alexander Graham Bell said. You had uh, answered the telephone. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I have Ann Rand. Yes. Now, is Ann Rand the, I uh, like her a lot, but is she the excess of capitalism, you know? Is not uh, a, perhaps in yeah. that was drug she would be. There was also her first novel was uh, The Fountainhead. Yes. And there was a movie with Gary Cooper as as Howard Rourke. Mm-hmm. And he designed a development project for a city and the bureaucrats changed his original design so much that he blew it up. Yeah, Ayn Rand definitely is uh, capitalism, all right? Uh, fascinating character. Uh, Roe was a big fan, has read all of her books. All right, it's the lightning round next. This should be a layup. Give me something really good you associate with capitalism. Could be a person. We've had Henry Ford mention. Jim's choice was Apple, which seems to go, uh, nobody has said the NFL. The NFL just... That was going to be my next Yeah, one. the NFL. Apple and the yeah, NFL. Yeah, bigger, too big to fail. You know, I'm not well, holding the NFL I'm, up as... Uh, I'm oh. in the same category as Dan, where he's... No matter what happens, Dan's always going to watch the NFL. No matter what yeah. happens, I'm always going to be this fan of Apple. I like their yeah. products. Right. But, yeah, Apple, the 90s are over, okay? Come down on the price a little bit. Even VCRs <laughs> came down. All right, so 855-839-1210, the lightning round next. We'll get a winner. Your name will go into the hat. And uh, we're going to try to really tomorrow bring you Linda Kearns. I mentioned that today. Still, so many people have questions that uh, I get it. You're looking, you're afraid of what happened in 2020, any of those elements happening again right here in Pennsylvania as far as counting votes, custody of votes, et cetera. So there's a lot of tightening up for Laura Trump, particularly for the RNC to engage in. But mail-in balloting is a big part of the street. You heard Scott Presler today. You give a thousand people tutored by him out there across the swing states, but maybe three or four hundred here in Pennsylvania. You're going to give the Democrats a run in the same things that they've been doing. I'm talking about the legal parts. And as a result, 
That's all that we need to do. The policies are there. The difference in candidates is there. It's the ground game, though. It's the infrastructure they've been better at. 855-839-1210. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The time has come for the final test. Uh, we usually call it the lightning round. All right, be ready. Hit us with something you associate with capitalism. Person, place, event, thing. Richard in Somerdale. Richard, what's yours? American business publications like Wall Street Journal, Fortune Magazine, Barron's, uh, Kiplinger Letter, uh, uh, Forbes Magazine. They are subscribed by tens of millions of Americans in order to follow the American dream. Well put, and I would add something I would have said, I should have said earlier, I associated with it. How many people have a 401k? How many people are invested in markets, following stuff and all? Uh, And the Biden people making you believe, well, that's just the wealthy. No, it's not. It's one of the biggest stories of capitalism in America. Uh, Richard in Westchester. Rich, what's yours? I was developed during the, uh, the Depression, and I learned how to add and subtract the game Monopoly. For you to buy and sell and trade. Yes, Monopoly is uh, excellent. Don't pass go. Don't collect two hundred dollars. Charlie, Northern PA. Charlie, what's yours? Uh, people who capitalize on their name, especially politicians and their family. You associate that? Okay, okay. Yeah, they can parlay the name from something else into financial success. Uh, Byron in Collingdale. Byron, what do you have? I have competition in the delivery of goods and services. That's why we have a high standard of living. Without competition, we wouldn't have a high standard of living that we have. Well, without a doubt. Yep. And the more we take that away, that's why I don't like the NFL. Parody and all that. Just let them compete. Oh, you can't do it there. Uh, is the NFL competition? Not really. Uh, Erica's got an interesting one here in Center City. Erica, what do you have today? Um, I have the patent. In a capitalistic system, you can control your own destiny. If you come up with an invention and get the patent, the sky's the limit. Yeah, so it's a protection of property rights broadly. The patent is an example. Uh, if you don't have that, how can you have a, uh, you know, any kind of guarantee stability and have people driven to what makes capitalism go? That's a good one. The yeah. patent. Yeah, I think uh, definitely. Um, Drew in Upper Darby. Hi, Drew. Afternoon. What's yours? Hey, hey, Dom. Thanks a lot. You know, Dom, I always said if you put one of these stores up in the middle of the Sahara Desert, it would be mobbed every morning. And, that, and that's, a, that's a Wawa. Just started off as a small store and uh, Lima Dairies, Wawa Dairies. And now they're up and down the eastern seaboard. Wawa. Thanks, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's true. That Wawa has succeeded in Florida and places like that. It's not just uh, a niche uh, niche uh, around here. 
Uh, how about sheets, though? I've been to a sheets. It's no wobble, I'll tell you that. Not not good. One more, at least. Uh, Wynn in New Jersey. Hey, Wynn, what do you have? I had Major General Smedley Butler as a true capitalist. He's the one that conducted the banana wars and over through the countries in South America, Nicaragua, and uh, the likes of... Uh, and, uh, you know, that's why he called it the Banana Wars. He was the guy that led him. He also held office in Philadelphia. He's a Pennsylvanian. Okay. All right. Thank you. That it might be a little bit of a negative, though, going in and taking over countries. I get it. Without them, without the uh, materials there, uh, you can't fuel capitalism too easily. And one more, Dave in Jersey. All right, Dave, your last hitter. What do you have? Hey, Don, I'm saying aid to the Allies during the Second World War. The Russians alone in 1944 to 45 got like 7,000 airplanes, 3,000 tanks, you know. Yeah, capitalism that was able to produce all of that. And Wawa here. I like the patent. Yeah, the like, good. I like the Wawa. You like the patent. I would say the patent or Wawa. I'd have to go with the patent. That's really good. All right. The without patent, that, then, yep. you can't make any money. Yep. Uh, let's put that into the hat. Then Erica in Center City today with the patent. We'll do it all again tomorrow. Uh, Richie always next coming from CPAC today, I believe, which is always you got to go to CPAC once in your life. It is a wild scene, particularly in a presidential year. Rich will bring you all that. We're back tomorrow with Dan back in the saddle, too. Uh, follow me on Twitter, though, at DomShow1210, at DomShow1210. Four big hours, Rich Gioli. Next, Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.